This is the Yes We Canada podcast, the progressive's guide to getting the fuck out. Episode 40. Be here. It's gonna be mild. Hey, I'm Matt Zimbel in Montreal, Canada. It's known all over the world as the flippin' the bird photo, and it was shot in 1969 at San Quentin Prison in California. San Quentin, I hate every inch of you. Yep, that's our man in black, Johnny Cash. The photo, which I'm sure you've seen plastered on a million t-shirts, was taken by Jim Marshall, photographer to the rock stars. The backstory varies a little. Marshall says he asked Cash to do a portrait for the prison warden, and Johnny responded with a fulsome finger 11. But we've also heard tell that Cash was frustrated with the TV team documenting the concert because they kept repositioning him to accommodate their lighting. I guess they asked him to move one too many times. San Quentin, may you rot and burn in hell. Fast forward almost 29 years to the day, and we repo to the Grammys at Radio City Music Hall in New York City. It's February 25th, 1998. With zero support from country radio or the Nashville Country Music Establishment, Johnny Cash's Unchained album unexpectedly wins the Country Music Album of the Year. And in one of the greatest fuck yous in American advertising history, Cash's label, American Recordings, unexpectedly buys a full-page $20,000 ad in Billboard featuring a text that reads, Johnny Cash would like to acknowledge the Nashville Music Establishment and Country Radio for your support. The image is of Johnny flipping the bird. Boom, boom, bada-boom. I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. Oh, my Americans, y'all love your renegades. You're mavericks on a mission. You're rebels in resistance. Y'all love an armed, chiseled man on a quest for redemption. To hell with corporate and their petty girly boy rules. America, where insubordination are us. Which, in an odd kind of way, explains why over 9 million people who voted for Obama in 2012 up and decided to vote for Trump in 2016. Because y'all love an outsider no matter what they believe in. With Trump, I was really sold as soon as he came down that, uh, that escalator and announced that he was going to run. It was almost like a big middle finger to, all, to the establishment, to all of, of politics. Yep, Trump gave the middle finger to the man, then he became the man, acted like a child, and now he's given the middle finger to the man so he can become the man again. They voted for Obama, then they voted for Trump. The mainstream media called them swingers. I call them something else. My country tis of the land of stupidity. It's always
because someone said this and someone said that, I don't know what to believe. We will build the wall. Don't even think about it. This is one of the things that's important to stop this continual flow of heroin and all this other stuff into our country. You think it's coming over in people's pockets? That's not how it's getting in the country. People are putting it in their butt cracks and bringing it in. In order for the economic system to work, somebody's got to hurt. In order for this person to be a billionaire, this person's got to sleep in a box. That's why I don't believe in economy altogether, really. People are putting it in their butt cracks and bringing it in. Butt cracks and bringing it in. Republicans, Trumpers, you know your boy Trump cares about you, right? More than anything else, he cares about you. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I got to back Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <coughs> so, bitch, I braved the Arctic cold in Iowa. <coughs> and I voted for Trump. Felonious Trump. Sorry, Felonious. You don't deserve this, but I know you'd understand because this is getting serious. After Trump places his tiny left hand on the upside-down family Bible and raises his minuscule right hand to take the oath of office on January 20th, 2025, friends of the pod, we're going to have a reckoning. And that reckoning has now become a medical condition called TDS, Trump Derangement Syndrome. And with every new felony indictment, his poll numbers go up. And every passing day, as the poll numbers climb, the Democrats and the liberals say, Folks, this is not who we are. Um, yep, that's who you have become. And there are millions upon millions of Americans who think this is who they are and this is who they want to be as their next president. This is your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, with some very exciting news. My last two Trump digital trading card collections sold out in just hours. And now I'm back with my latest series called the Mugshot Edition. For the first time, we're creating a real physical Trump card. Purchase 47 digital cards and we'll mail you a beautiful trading card. It is an authentic piece of the suit I wore when I took that now famous mugshot. And it was a great suit. Believe me, a really good suit. It's all cut up and you're going to get a piece of it. I'll be autographing some of them. You've heard that expression, right? The clothes make the man money or something like that. Folks, this is not who we are. Yep, you are. A nation of lightly educated, self-centered gullibilists. Woe the people. But we have people that are stupid. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, I get it. You love your country, but hate your government. I get it. You're a maverick. Your government's failed you. The globalists failed you when they moved the plant in your community to Mexico to save money. So capitalist greed failed you. The Pentagon failed you when they drafted your sons and daughters into never-win wars for the greatest, most powerful nation on Earth, and you lost in Vietnam. Iraq's WDMs turned out to be a WTF, and you lost in Afghanistan. Big Pharma sponsored an opioid crisis in your community, and 
Your government's going to send another $40 billion to Israel or Ukraine, while a bow-tied professor from Yale tells you how desperately urgent the international order is. Meanwhile, the local plant closed after bonusing the executives to the max and leaving you a steaming pile of toxic waste in your hometown to be cleaned up with, you guessed it, your tax dollars. You're living paycheck to paycheck with no medical insurance, and now AI has its eyes on your minimum wage job. No wonder you love drag racing, but hate drag queens. So, bitch, that's it. I'm canceling my subscription to your goddamn podcast, you liberal snowflake. Hold my beer. Okay, I get it. When Trump tells you how he's been wronged after having presidented for the most successful presidency in history. Today I stand before the United Nations General Assembly to share the extraordinary progress we've made. In less than two years, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. I certainly understand his attraction, particularly after you welded your TV to Fox. Fox, that beacon of truth-telling TV that agreed to pay $780 million to Dominion voting machines for lying to you. Folks, this is not who we are. Um, sorry, Joe. Unfortunately, that is who y'all have become. Heartless, heedless, and horrendous. You know who carried the deep red state of West Virginia in the 1960 election? Democrat John Kennedy, with 52% of the vote. Yep, West Virginia used to be a Democratic state, and now it's ruby red Republican. Why is that? Well, the liberal snowflakes in Washington shuttered the coal mines, and the Democrats sent the poor boys of West Virginia, both black and white, to be maimed and killed in Vietnam for nothing. While the sons of congressmen and real estate magnates in Queens got draft deferments. Tange hut deferred! Because little Donnie J had bone spurs. Donnie, the bone spurs must be brutal when you have to walk the resort to whack 18. Oh, right. The cart, the caddy, and the arch supporters. If your penis had a face on it, it would be smiling. It, it, it is smiling. I'm having a good time, but Howard, you know the one negative? What? It's very, very dangerous out there. Yes, it is. It's your Vietnam. You know, it's, it's Vietnam. And it is. It is. Well, I am a doctor, but I'm not licensed to practice medicine in America as such. Nonetheless, it does sound to me like Mr. Trump has had a terrible, terrible case of boner spurs. Do you guys remember when Trump was running for president in 2016? He criticized Obama endlessly for playing too much golf while president. Obama ought to get off the golf course and get down there. I love golf. I think it's one of the greats, but I don't have time. 250 rounds. That's more than a guy who plays on the PGA Tour plays. President Trump for the birdie. And I like to play golf. You know, it's, I'm a good golfer, believe it or not. Well, the numbers are in. Obama played 333 rounds of golf in eight years as president. Trump played 308 rounds of golf in four years as president. Donnie J played twice as much. I know math is not your thing, but by my calculations, somebody is lying to you. Four! Wanna know why New Yorkers hate Trump? Cause New Yorkers know Trump. That Donald stiffed our fathers, sued our brothers, insulted our sisters, 
That slime ball's been kicking around this town lying and cheating for a long time. I wouldn't vote for him for dog catcher. Lady, where do you want me to go? Trash talking. But in all fairness, let's look at the accomplishments of the Trump regime, shall we? Tax cut for the rich, leading to much bigger federal deficit. Three crappy Supreme Court justices. A border wall measuring 500 miles of a 2,000-mile border. Paid for by Americans, not by Mexicans. And... So I'd like to terminate Obamacare, come up with a brand new beautiful health care. Um, Obamacare. Yep. Oh, my American exceptionalists, I know you don't have the bandwidth to hear about other people. We made peace with that on the podcast seasons ago. But progressives, do you have the bandwidth to withstand another four years of Trump? The brash lawlessness, the intellectual poverty, and the megaphone of egocentric noise. It'll be Trump 24-7, Don Jr. this, Javanka that, and the Eric Trump scholars will be raking in the appearance fees. Can you even imagine his new cabinet of losers? I'm thinking that my pillow guy, Mike Lindell, will definitely get state, and it'll likely go downhill from there. Oh, man, I need a nap just projecting your miserable future. So, you're coming up. You're heading north, and it's our job at Yes We Canada to get you in the zone, and we'll do it quick. Here's the one-minute guide to insubordination in Canada. Unlike y'all, we didn't have a war of independence in the 1700s when you badasses kicked the Brits out. Oh, right. Technically, you didn't kick us out. I mean, I think we simply got bored and left. Pip, pip. Cheerio. Why didn't we in Canada kick the Brits out? Because we <clears throat> loved the king's ass. We're loyalists to this very day. So right there, that ought to tell you a lot about our hereditary capacity for insubordination. You are brash. We are meek. Tough, but meek. We are pleasant, non-confrontational, upstanding, law-abiding citizens with a side order of suppressed rage and a few minor parking challenges. Making themselves heard in Canada's capital, these protesters have paralyzed central Ottawa and the city's mayor has declared a state of emergency. Our thing up here is compromise. We are the land where no one gets what they want. We love to follow, but hate to be led. And just like you, we're occasionally led by utter buffoons. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Wait, what? That was Rob Ford, the former mayor of Toronto, having a press conference about Cunnilingus. And it happened. You guys must remember the Trump tweet summoning his supporters to an insurrection in the Capitol? Be here. It's going to be wild. In Canada, that would be... Be here. It's going to be mild. The truckers set up a large inflatable kitty castle in the middle of a street in our nation's capital for their youngins to play on while they protested mask mandates, Trudeau's girly boy socks, and the fact that they were not allowed to vote for Trump. An inflatable castle in the middle of an intersection at their diesel-fueled civil disobedience festival, which is why we call the trucker protest the Bouncy Castle Revolution. Polite family men and women, upstanding, unmasked, bouncy castle people despite the noise, the fumes, and the fuck Trudeau flags. And here's some free counsel from an elder. You need to know that when you finally land on the north side of the Canadian border, you're going to have to make some cultural changes to your default American demeanor. 
You see, up here, we squash mavericks. We do not admire them. Remember the Canadian cut line, peace, order, and good government? Not great government, just good government. Nope, up here, we don't truck your renegade promise of redemption. And we squash very, very quietly. Remember, we also hate confrontation. You'll bring your toolkit of maverick insubordinate tendencies to Canada, and one day, poof, without notice, you'll realize you've been sidelined at work, ghosted in love, unmavericked, alone, unshowered, and living under a bridge with your face in a bottle of Jack. Hello, bonjour, welcome to Canada. Have a nice day. It's gonna be mild. Thanks for listening to Yes We Canada. Sound design and mix by Pi Salen Cutler. Our theme was written by Doug Wild and Matt Simbel and performed by Manteca. My name is Lisa Evans and I'm your announcer. We're grateful when you hit like and subscribe. Yes We Canada is an independent podcast and you can support our work with a contribution or monthly subscription by going to patreon.com slash yeswecanada where your contribution is deeply appreciated. Until next time.